Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first of a kind blockchain podcast, a show, or rather a journey, which we'll start together. You all have a lot of questions, and probably the answer is scattered all over the internet. It's difficult to collate all of it to make sense, and because of this, a lot of people who embarked on this journey either ended up confused or or without any future. that they could work on so let's start by introducing us i am ashwade a ca and an i am calcutta candidate i have been acquiring knowledge on blockchain since almost past 2 years and i continue to do so i have both the bookish as well as the practical knowledge into the blockchain ecosystem and today i have with me prem prem i think you should introduce yourself well Hello everyone. Myself Prem Kasi, a chartered accountant and a company secretary, a blockchain and fintech enthusiast. I have been working on analyzing the blockchain uniqueness and use cases for the past one year. Currently, I am working on robotic process automation projects for digitizing finance activities. I have the knowledge of approximately hundred use cases on blockchain that are being implemented by industry games around the world in various sectors. So that was about me, and I'm pretty much excited to co-host this podcast with Aishwari Gupta, whom I met on LinkedIn, and take all of you through a journey which, which will finally enable us to find a path. But Aishwari, do you want to tell the listeners what is our objective behind this podcast series? Yes, Prem. I want to tell everyone that. So everyone, there are many reasons for this post podcast series. The top one being. helping my fraternity and the community to upgrade their knowledge know what is coming and how to be upgraded in this domain i want some of the listeners to emerge as the industry leaders or drivers than be at the back seat of it also like we discussed earlier i really want to have a community of blockchain geeks like me around me so that we can all work together and flourish well so let's start with it right away so the basic question that everyone has is what is blockchain i mean this is the most frequently asked question and every expert has his or her own views about it so how do you plan to answer this question to our listeners uh prem i have a very simple answer to this which i did hear from one of our professors blockchain is the next big revolution after the internet with the advent of internet we were able to freely communicate without any geographical boundaries we were able to expand our businesses but there was something lacking something that could not let us do the business it was trust with blockchain we will be able to make this world a more trustable place that is why it's not wrong to say that blockchain is the second layer over the internet which can we use to move any form of assets or value over the internet freely without an intermediary like paypal paytm you could do transfers of cash right away what are your thoughts on it prem yes for any activity we are depending a lot on the so called intermediaries whether it is an amount transfer property transfer or any kind of activity for that matter we need to contact and deal with an intermediary and with this it comes the process delay 
and makes the process more time consuming especially i would take the examples of cross border transports and this is from my personal experience i need to wait for at least a day to get my amounts transferred to my indian savings accounts from bahrain or say an immovable property transfer which takes close to 45 to 60 days for a property to register on buyer's name so i hope that will be enough for our listeners to have a basic understanding on what blockchain is going to address now let's give them an overview on where it all started and who was the first person who has taught about this revolutionary concept called blockchain i think it all began with the advent of bitcoin which was introduced to the world by satoshi nakamoto right prem satoshi nakamoto or whatever his real name was recently uh, we have heard that it was a group of hackers from australia he has rem- he or the group has remained anonymous to us till today he he or that group was a uh, were visionary thinkers through blockchain was completely not his idea but he was able to connect all the dots to actually make a true blockchain network he was motivated because of the crash of the american economy and he was against the centralization of power into the hands of the government he was seeing how there was de- there were data leaks there were no privacy left for anyone and how people lost money to online scams and how they were unable to do anything about it well i agree with you ashwari i was just reading a recent article which said that with the current technology resources available there are just 2% of the people who actually believe that they will be protected from a cyber crime attack in their lifetime let's recollect few of the data breaches happened till recently so i would like to put this example the massive data leakage of dub smash the new york based video messaging app which we used prior to tiktok it reported that 162 million email addresses usernames passwords and other personal data was stolen and hackers have put on sale into the dark web and then there was a data breach from capital one a credit card issuing firm where the data of around 100 million americans and 6 million canadians who has applied for the credit card since 2005 was hacked of course i would say even facebook and linkedin faced this sort of data hacks recently this is really crazy man these kinds of breaches and threats never stop even if we talk about the financial sector there are mistakes that are made by the auditor because sometimes the data is so huge and sometimes they tend to overlook it satyam scam who doesn't know about this who was the ultimate sufferer the shareholders who had to sell their uh, shares at a fraction of their purchase price well i would like to add one more example here comes the zoom a digital video conferencing app with lots lot of us are using right now it almost had 200 million users on board citing the corona virus pandemic it was hit by the data breach in the recent days and you know the user accounts are even sold for less than a rupee and in some cases they are even given away for free and i would like to add one more thing the so called zoom bombing where the unwanted intrusion by hackers to cause disruption in the video calls and webinars that we are actually doing right and do you know that even our defense minister rajnath singh used to zoom with our army at the border the list is never ending it seems and it will continue to grow money will be lost trust will be breached 
and there is nothing in the name of privacy that is left for us the answer to all of this is blockchain yes it it's that huge with satoshi nakamoto gave us uh, through bitcoin which is a peer to peer electronic cash system there has been a race which uh, started to test various use cases and various ways how to conceptualize on the blockchain concept and leverage it to bring out this solution for everything absolutely ashwari and the best part about the blockchain is that once it is fully applied into usage we'll have absolute control of anything and everything that belongs to us it is like a black box that we have and we share it with only and only to the, the person whom we want to share and if someone like facebook wants our information facebook will have to pay for us right now we are giving away our information for free whereas in future anyone who wants our information will have to pay for it to us you are very correct on that this is the power that people should get now before we actually begin let me tell everyone how we are going to proceed with it firstly it is a journey not a single class to just come and teach you if you are someone who wants to know all in a day i can recommend you plenty of courses that podcast will work in a different way i will go ahead teach you the basics and then give you work on the group itself to explore and complete case studies later i'll add the reading materials and you can ask me questions on the group then once we have a good understanding of the blockchain we will start to bring more and more industry mentors or people who have their own blockchain companies to talk about the use cases and then maybe finally i am about uh, i am able to convince some of the investors who are investing in blockchain startups left and right to come on board and enlighten us about its future so even though it's free of cost it's not free from efforts so if i am not able to see the efforts of the people in the group i'll be bluntly removing them from the group because i want your 100% commitment because i am giving my 100% to it so now let's begin well i agree with you ashwari we want to build a community of people who can contribute to the society and to our fraternity in a bigger way we'll begin by calling the blockchain as a trust protocol it is for the people who don't know each other and who don't trust each other it these people can do business together on the blockchain because they can very well trust the underlying blockchain trust protocol these protocols preserve the integrity of their transaction via mass collaboration cryptography and clever code but before we go there let us talk a bit about the age where we are not even born like 1990s or even before that where we thought that internet could would level the playground where everyone could participate in the global economy and that was the promise we have from the internet right the internet would blow up the internet industrial paradigm making the centralized systems very hard to hack and bypass the hope was that the technology will bring more equalities in today's world but does it sound like the same in today's world i hope none of the, uh, none of you listening to us would say that's exactly what happened there were some of the things that do come true and but not everything internet has allowed the free flow of information and lowered the entry and exit barriers for a lot of business but to carry out all this we still need 
banks and governments to establish our identities and to enable us to exchange value like money online there is still over 40% of the population that is still not on the internet and 2 billion pop, uh, people still can't afford a bank account so we haven't included everyone yet now what is happening is huge institutions are now controlling what uh, what is that we see and what we don't these companies extract huge amount of data from us and manage our daily lives they influence the economy we are generating great wealth but we are also seeing greater inequalities between the rich and the poor don't you all feel that even today in india we don't have equal opportunities that someone is trying to do it all with the political capital and the money in his pocket we are living in the world's biggest democracy but are we really living it to its true senses anyone can uh, learn anything about you and you might not even know it agreed with you a blockchain expert dan topscott said that technology doesn't itself create prosperity rather it destroys the privacy but it is at the heart of just about everything good or bad in its digital age the moore's law which talks about doubling of processing power every year also talks about doubling of hacking power of these hackers and internet thieves so to curb all this we should be the ultimate owner of our data and really be deciding who gets our data how they can use it and under what terms we should have our data to ourselves and we could freely use it to plan our own lives and even generate income from it ashwari has the second era of internet has something for us from where i sit i think it has to offer everyone something right now we have discussed about the problems of the internet now we will search about its solution the search of trust protocol internet pioneers have been working on cryptography since 1981 but there were always leaks and it was never secured they always had the trust they had to trust the third parties the cost was too high for small payments in 1993 the mathematician david chum came up with a new solution called ecash which was a digital system and enabled even payments of dimes and nickels possible but at those times people never cared about their privacy and this jumps company went bankrupt in just 4 years and this time nick sabzo wrote about it in a paper called the god protocol it's funny god, uh, they called god the third trusted party in the middle who is enabling all those transactions over the internet he said god will enable fair transactions and it will safeguard our data this way people kept coming and leaving until 2008 when satoshi was able to figure it out all discuss in our next podcast where we will dive into what is blockchain and understand the key terms revolving around it and i think we have been able to lay a good foundation for our listeners about why something like blockchain has come into the picture and why it is the need of the r now we'll be sharing with you all via our whatsapp group the satoshi's white paper on blockchain to go through do read it and do ask your questions in the group we'll be much more happy to hear from you yes guys that's all for today we needed today's base to explain you what is blockchain and this way you would appreciate what is to come do give us your feedbacks in the group let's build a community together signing off 
from today's podcast bye bye take care thank you thank you listeners